0: all right coast to coast combat hour ed carball as always here with matthew hawkins coming to you after the uh the flyweight debacle in norfolk matt i know you you caught it and i did and so you might as well take it from here
1: yeah uh good to be back again this weekend uh yeah uh you know typical ufc weekend uh we had the uh you know we didn't have any fights canceled but uh Friday <laughs> uh the day before the weigh in day uh Figueredo missed uh missed weight by uh, what a measly 3 pounds or so so he was uh he was almost he was pretty much on the ball for his uh his flyweight title shot um I mean you know division seems kind of cursed uh it started off with a draw in the in a fight uh with Mighty Mouse and McCall had to have a rematch there judges in that first fight reading the cards wrong or adding it up wrong. And, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, the fight went down, uh, only a title fight for Benavides, uh, but figueredo picked up the devastating KO, uh, in the second round. So we're back to a, uh, vacant title.
0: Yeah. Uh, I honestly don't know how to feel about that because I'm pretty sure we both had Benavidez winning that as probably did a lot of folks. And, um, I don't know man I was just I was just kind of like I mean first of all I'm so, I, I'm happy to continue my horrible picks trend well into 2020 <laughs> but uh secondly I'm just like uh we, before we went on air I had just mentioned to you I saw I I believe it was the Las Vegas Re, pretty sure it's the Las Vegas Review Journal said that they're already talking about rebooking this fight again and um I don't know man I'm just kind of like I mean, maybe, maybe just hold off. Maybe let Sahuto defend it. I mean, you mentioned last week Amanda Nunes is allowed to be double champ. Why not just let? I mean, he let the king of cringe keep on being cringy.
1: Well, I mean, if it were me, I would book. I would book uh, Figueiredo versus Sahuto. Uh, Why not just do that for the the belt? Um, I mean, I guess that wouldn't be my first choice. My first choice would be for them to be get creative and actually do a, a tournament. Uh, Take take a book out of uh, Invicta uh, with their uh, rising or Phoenix Rising or whatever the heck they call it. Uh, yeah, you know, and and do that to crown something. Do be kind of creative with it. Um, you know, I mean that would probably backfire. Like <laughs> everything seems to, <stupid, laughs> but I don't know. Uh, I well, guess we're they gonna do a break rematch. the
0: UFC tonight. That's for sure. <laughs> you know,
1: I mean, we both picked Benavides. I picked him. Yeah, probably because a lot of my theory of you know what was wrong, but. Uh, you know, Benavides has basically been the consensus number two flyweight, number two, three flyweight, you know, behind Mighty Mouse and and maybe Cejudo, yeah. uh, for for a long, long time. So until he kind of got taken off that mantle, it was hard for me to pick against him. Yeah. At this point, after seeing that first fight, I don't see how he wins that fight. Uh, I think he uh, may be on the downside, uh, or or uh, Figueiredo is just the new, you know, he, he's a killer. He, he moves to eighteen and one at that weight. Um, or at that near that weight. And uh, I don't know, I, I'd like to see them get creative. Uh, they're still signing flyweights. So uh, the speculation about the division kind of dissolving seems to not necessarily be there. I saw that they signed a, uh, I think it was an M one champion or a, a ACB champion or something over mm-hmm. the, uh, over the last couple of days. So they're, they're adding names and fighters at that weight class. So found that weird. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know exactly where it goes. The one thing that crossed my mind, and I, this is, it didn't happen. That when they, you know, that that event was being held where they have the option of a replay in a fight-ending sequence.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you know, ten seconds before the knockout or so, they clashed heads and it put a giant gash on Benavides' head, and it was an obvious headbutt. It wasn't intentional. If anything, it was probably Benavides that caused the headbutt. But I thought that that was interesting, that that wasn't something maybe that was looked at um, because it clearly seemed to alter uh, Benavidez's state of mind. One, he was pawing at it. Two, like I said, he had a giant gash on his head, blood coming out like crazy, mm-hmm. um, just spurting out of his head. Um, and it seemed – to I mean, the odds are it concussed him. So I, I, I don't know how you would play that. Um, if it was a low blow, I mean, obviously, if, if you duck your head in and you kind of cause the headbutt, but if a guy goes to throw a kick at me and I kind of leap back and he ends up catching me in the midsection, is that uh, that's still a low blow? Um, so I, I I don't know if you get what I'm coming from, but it just seems that that might be something you'd look at and go, "Hey, well, there was a there was a an unintentional illegal strike uh, that that kind of led to the the sequence that ended the fight." So. Um, I don't know. Just something I was brainstorming, thinking about when they mentioned or, the replay stuff.
0: Uh, was it the same ref that that uh, did Mick that Liotta. odd stop? Oh, it was Mick Liotta's. because there there was that one ref that did the the odd stoppage with the guy that was kind of like like the Kevin McDonald.
1: Was- Kevin McDonald had a bad night. <laughs> yeah. Um. Normally a fairly good referee. I I don't really have any uh, yeah. any problems with him, but he had two. Uh, what was it? The uh, he did back to back the Megan Anderson fight. Uh, she knocked, uh, she, she dropped uh Dumont, uh, with a straight, right, put her down, but she wasn't really out. Um, and and he was running in to stop it as she like was going down. So found that kind of odd, uh, thought it was a quick stoppage. And then right up against uh, the next fight was, uh, Kutalaba, uh, against, uh, Ankalev. And, uh, I mean, it just was a, Kudalaba came across the cage before the, during the announcements while Buffer's yelling his name and <laughs> yeah, ended up a right. shoving match. That was weird. Um, I mean, I don't want to see fights canceled or like, but one, the fact that there was no security or anybody to kind of get and stop that and, or, you know, other States probably would have stopped that bout right there and said, disqualified him. I mean, it's you're getting into a sticky situation. I mean, obviously it, it was, it was a fight where we expected a lot of violence and it was, that's what we were getting, you know, for the 35 seconds or so that it lasted. Uh, but yeah, for McDonald to run in and stop the fight, uh, with Kutalaba on his feet, um, throwing back, he seemed to be wobbled. Yeah. Um, you know, he's saying he was playing that. I, I don't go for that. I think he was kicked in the head. I think he was a little bit dazed, kind of doing a little bit of a chicken dance in a, in a sense. But, um, but a terrible stoppage. And, uh, I, I, I don't know. It's just, uh, it just keeps adding to the list of stuff. I mean, we, I, I hate to be negative about a sport or a or entertainment package that we love to watch, but, uh, it just seems like every damn week, there's something crazy going down, whether it's judges or refereeing or weight <laughs> cuts. So I don't know. It's frustrating as a fight fan, obviously, but, um, You know, when, when the, at least when the main event was wrapped up, we got a pretty brutal knockout and got to, you know, there's no definition to the division, but I think right now we can kind of say who we believe is the number one fighter in that weight class. uh, If he takes the out of the mix. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, An immediate rematch. I I don't think, you know, an immediate, it seems to me Benavidez that cuts on his head is going to take a while to heal. Uh, Maybe this is something they do as a, as a, it would be a perfect fight if they went back to the fight week. Uh, you know, having a couple events during the week, it would be like the oh, Friday man. night. You know, I mean that's yeah. the stuff that uh, that kills me that they don't have anymore. Uh, I you know, love it, that.
0: I remember the one, the last one I was there for. I think that was, uh, was it? Did they do? Yeah, multi, it was two hundred. The last time they did a few, and, and like it was like. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, right?
1: Yeah, that was the first one. That was the only one that uh, I believe that had three UFC events. They had one that paired with Invicta the year before that. Yeah, um, with Cyborg fighting. But yeah, we had the uh, they had the uh, uh, the Joanna Gadelia tough fight, and then uh, I can't remember the the fight night main event. But, uh, it was uh, but,
0: when, when Eddie Alvarez won, though. Oh, Olympics. yeah, there you go.
1: Yeah, there you go. It was Eddie Alvarez and, and Dosanya. So it was three nights in a row of title fights. Yeah. Um, which, uh, which yeah, I think that was the pinnacle of of the Fight Week uh, event scene. So I don't know. They, that would be something like that. I, uh, it looks like Fight Week uh, is going to be this uh, year. Uh, it hasn't been officially announced, but uh, I've got some decent confirmation that it's going to be July 7th to July 12th. Uh, with the UFC, I believe it's 252 on July 11th. Um, I t- I'm taking my uh, good faith uh, from my informant, and uh, I've, yeah. already booked, I've already booked rooms. So that seems to be the case. And then it looks like... It's usually
0: uh, uh, that first Saturday after the fourth
1: Yeah, no, I mean, and that's kind of what I, everybody, I think, figured. Um, it's just always a little... I've always been a little gun shy since the UFC moved that one event out of Vegas. Even though it came to LA, to me, um, it's always a little a little <laughs> nerve wracking. I, uh, <laughs> uh, you know. Oh
0: yeah, but still, yeah.
1: You know, when you start booking stuff and and everything nowadays, it's it's not as a, uh, it's not as stress free as it as it once was when you when you book something and you were 100 percent sure.
0: Hey, you're, you're talking to that. the guy that found out John Jones popped hot the night the Wednesday of that came from the East Coast to. To your neck of the woods, yeah. I found no out from at, I, I found out at the Red Rock Casino at a UFC party, ruined the whole party. Thank God yeah. they, they kept the booze flowing to keep us happy.
1: <laughs> but 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 that was the week that they had the three events, and it wasn't like you had the one event where it just it just kicked you in the ass having mm-hmm. having that fight. So, uh, and then just kind of piggyback off that, uh, the rumor has it that uh Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder will be uh, renewing their uh, trilogy uh, the following week, uh, July 18th in Vegas. So um, any world travelers that are planning on spending, uh, you know, a week or 10 days in (laughs) Vegas. uh,
0: That's too long to be in Vegas. It's too long to be in
1: Vegas for, uh, for me, that's for sure. Uh, Even for uh, me,
0: because I haven't been there as much as you, but the, the first time I went, I was there for a little over a week for a birthday situation. And, uh, after four days, I was like, "All right, what I think I've done everything there is to do here,
1: Yeah, no, you yeah. run out of things to do quickly, um, and we're old, so that uh, <laughs> takes a toll on it yeah. but um but yeah, so uh we're no real uh definition of the of the division other than uh Figueiredo, uh kind of being the king there as far as uh who who's the who's the target." and uh, and we'll see what happens. Um, a couple other big wins. Felicia Spencer picked up a win um, only real relevant uh, her and Megan Anderson both picked yeah. up wins. Uh, that's relevant because uh, Amanda Nunes stated earlier last week that uh, she was looking to defend her uh, featherweight title at uh, UFC 250, I believe it is on, uh, on May 9th. So uh, there's not a lot of contenders. There's not a lot of fighters in that division. Basically all five of them. Uh, or four of them fought and, <laughs> and those were the two winners. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Uh, Spencer uh, has the last loss of the two, but also uh, Megan Anderson's last loss was to Spencer. So uh, it, it'll be kind of weird how they do it. I think Anderson's probably the fight to make probably a little bit more exciting. I think we might see, uh, you know, WrestleMania uh, Nunez again, uh, as far <laughs> as uh, uh, trying to, trying to get on top of her opponent on the ground, uh, kind of the Durandomy uh style if that's the case. Yeah. Uh Spencer would be the total opposite. She would stand with Spencer and avoid the the ground at all costs, I would think. So it, you know, interesting to see how that goes down, but uh you know, yeah. entertaining card. Uh not not a boring fight night, so so that's
0: always right. good. Usually those under the radar ones are wind up. I I find in the in, history has shown those those cards that people aren't too hot about once they go down, there's a lot that happens that that keeps folks talking. So, yeah, like I
1: said, you had the controversy, you had the bad refereeing, you had you had a little bit of everything, some mismatches. So it was entertaining, but uh, that was kind of just the the appetizer for this weekend's uh, big time uh, pay per view. Uh, back to the back to the big money events for UFC 248 this Saturday night in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, main event: uh, Israel Adesanya defends the middleweight title versus y'all Romero. Um, great fight. Uh, only slight controversy out of it is uh, the fact that Romero is on a losing streak, <laughs> um, but really uh, uh, a second title fight uh, with Willie Zhang, uh, I guess Joanna Janjacek. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, and then uh, three other solid main card fights. So let's start oh. at the bottom of that main card and, uh, and work our way up and see what we think
0: here all right so full of, we got to do our disclaimer because obviously the last time we used did this uh we found some errors in the ufc's uh <laughs> record keeping so Matt, i think we'll have the uh the corrections as we do our our predictions here yeah so uh
1: <laughs> right off the bat the ufc got one main card fighter's record right so uh you know 1 out of 10 i guess ain't bad uh <laughs> You know, and and about three quarters of their prelims are off too. So I'm not sure who's doing the record keeping. We mentioned this before, but uh, it's pretty pathetic that uh, we're seeing this uh, go down. <laughs> uh, so uh, the the main card opens up with uh, Alex Cowboy Oliveira versus Max Griffin. Uh, Oliveira in reality 28 and one, Griffin 15 and seven. Uh, UFC doesn't want to give them a a credit for a couple of those wins, but, um, (laughs) I don't want to give Griffin a loss. Don't want to give Cowboy a win, but,
0: uh, they
1: don't want to give Cowboy a win or a loss. they are only two fights (laughs) off on him. Uh, so, uh,
0: this is from (laughs) UFC.com
1: entertaining fight. Uh, not a pay-per-view fight. In my opinion, Griffin, uh, coming off of, uh, three losses out of four, and Oliveira on a uh, three-fight losing streak himself, although to a uh, much higher level of competition. Uh, Oliveira is the, the, the violent Brazilian. Uh, just because I'm a bigger fan of his, I'll go with Oliveira. I think uh, I think he wins by a TKO stoppage in the third round, uh, just with a little more violence. And uh, I, I don't think he's dealing with the, the Mike Perrys and the, and the Gunnar Nelsons of the world uh, in this fight.
0: No, and if you go by these numbers on the <coughs> excuse me, on their website, uh that they're almost about even. But uh I mean I'm I, I think you and I I have to make sure I make note of this because uh last time we did this I did not and I had to re-listen to our whole podcast just to do my, my write up for MMA dot com. So but I'm with you. I, I'm picking Cowboy on this one as well, just because I feel like he might be a little more season than griffith griffin and um yeah i think uh i think he's got what it takes to, to we might be,
1: you know, it <laughs> might be a sense of a loser uh, leaves town match here um i know oliveira has got a bit of a following uh but a four fight losing streak is not uh not something many people not named bj Penn survive in the ufc
0: yeah and you know where they're coming on at the end of their first quarter you know they got to start making contender series uh uh space for new guys so you know, you got to think about the business side of things, too. So, yeah, so that does happen.
1: So that's the pay-per-view opener. That's followed up by uh Neil Magny versus uh, G. Lee, G. Long Lee or Lee Jing Zhang or
0: Lee Jing uh, Liang.
1: Jing Liang. There you go.
0: <laughs> Jesus there you right. go. I know.
1: The, Michael the virus on the brain. <laughs> uh. <laughs> So what is the, why you scroll down here and we can figure out what the UFC thinks their record is and what it that. So we got 21 and eight versus 16 and five in the real world. We're twenty-one 21 and seven and 17 and five. So, you know, they decided to give Magni an extra loss on his record. I'm sure he appreciates <laughs> that one. Uh <laughs> You know, the other thing is you can't go back and look on the UFC website because they only list the UFC fights in their career. So you can't actually find out uh, where their air is. But um, I'm going to go with uh, Jing Jing Liang. Uh, uh, I think he's the the stronger up-and-coming fighter. I think Magni had his run uh, a couple years back where he won a a ton of fights, fought a bunch, was super active uh but i think mm. that uh I, th- I think the talent uh rises to the top in uh in, in lee and uh and that's that's i'm picking a i am picking – gonna take a decision three round decision uh three rounds to none
0: Hmm. Uh, well they didn't even list this guy's last fight uh i <laughs> i'm kind of uh I don't know. Again, I mean, my picks have been horrible since most of last year and so far this year too. But um, yeah, you know what? I I can't disagree with you though. I mean, I I, when I think about Magny, it was uh, pre, you know, doing like when I thought he was a a real threat. Um, it was way before, uh, way before. I mean, I I think I don't even think Reebok was a thing yet. Um, so. Yeah, so. I think
1: I think it might have been the post Reebok, but I mean he's just coming off one loss. But yeah, yeah. But yeah. I,
0: I remember he had some nice ground game. Like like he's definitely a rangy guy. He's I mean they're saying he's got a five inch reach over uh, Jing Liang here, which which I know if, if if it goes to grappling and stuff, I mean that that gives him you know reach advantage on the feet. L- uh, lengthy dudes. It's gonna sound weird, but long dudes on the ground are always hard to deal with. <laughs> so, but uh. Yeah, I mean it it might be uh it might be time too to uh I, I feel like that's happening frequently in the UFC lately. The just the torch keeps getting past and um it the 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 prime of a fighter that time is not as long as it used to be like back when we first started watching this sport. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna side with you on this one too and, and say uh, Jing Liang. The
1: next fight uh on the main card. Benil Dariush versus Dracar close interesting <laughs> interesting fight here um well yeah so uh UFC has them t- 16 four and one versus 10 one and one reality world has them at 17 four and one versus 11 one and one so both of them short one win on their uh, on their u- official UFC website record
0: uh close UFC.
1: Close, close. At least it's (laughs) even the description between these two. Um, And, uh, but the, the, we're joking about this fight, but uh, (laughs) two guys coming off three fight win streaks. Mm -hmm. So, uh, a fight, we're actually getting into one now where uh, there's some momentum being built by the winner of this fight and somebody kind of starting to uh, threaten uh, uh, with a serious contender fight. Um, I'm going to go with uh, close. Or Klaus uh, by decision um i think it's gonna be a good fight i you know it's it's almost a, a, a toss up for me um looking at the stats it's actually pretty even too as you're as you're scrolling through it but uh yeah. i'm just gonna go with the younger guy who uh who who just i feel it's it's kind of similar to the previous fight and i'm just gonna go with the 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 younger guy eleven one uh one and one uh coming to the fight and i'll take Klaus by decision uh but i think this could be you know, I, I don't. The next two fights, channel fights, are great fights, so they might not be fight of the night. But I think this is going to be a super competitive fight.
0: I agree with you, and uh, I mean, if anybody watches me when I live tweet when Drakkar close fights, I love when he fights just because of all the the silly the silly puns I make because of his last name. <laughs> oh look it, yes, UFC website such a joke. Yes, that's your boy Paul Seminagakabaka. <laughs> Debaco. <laughs> but uh yeah, nah, <laughs> he's right about that, man. I mean, it, it is, but I mean as far as uh uh so when I was talking about Dracar Close as life tweet I've seen enough of his fights and uh this sixty percent uh win win rate that they're saying he has by decision makes me kind of side with that because I've seen him win. I mean, I, I feel like he might he could outperform darius Um I don't see him getting caught in anything. As far as uh, the stand up where the ground goes, um, I mean they have him They have him They're they're nearly. Uh, he doesn't really go for submissions, so yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Dukar close.
1: Co main event of the evening, uh, women's strawweight world title fight. Wei Li Zhang uh, defends the belt, coming off the devastating knockout of Jessica Andrade. Uh, against Joanna Janjacek, uh coming off of her win over Michelle Watterson. Um, it'd be optimistic to think that they got their champions record right. So she is 20-1. and one. Uh, I believe the UFC, if you scroll down, will show that she has credited with 19 wins. Uh, meanwhile, they decided that Joanna didn't deserve her 16th win either.
0: <laughs> so they have
1: her at fifteen and three.
0: That's kind uh, of comment she you made. You're you're going to lose a win too because you made the coronavirus joke. So <laughs> nineteen eh. and one. Yeah.
1: So uh, why don't you make the pick on this one? I'll follow your lead here, Ed.
0: Well, you know what? Uh, this is. I mean this this one is. I had to look at this earlier today because I wrote the five fights to watch piece over at MMANews.com. And um the, the thing about the thing that this is one of the fights obviously outside of it just being a, a, the co main event and a title fight is uh I mean I I know Joanna's coming off of the win of uh what's her face? Um
1: real quick, Paul Paul busting your balls.
0: What's he say? Ed your is Not as good as well, you're gonna you're gonna have to let me know how to say it, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, well, you said you said his name right, but yes, I mean, lo- I'm, I'm about theme. as yeah, I'm about as good about as good as saying names as Matt is with with Michael Chiesa. But um, yeah, so so the thing about this fight is like Zhang beat Andrade, but I mean, in all honesty, Andrade wasn't very impressive to me. I mean, I know she she got the title from Rose Namu Yunus. um. Not Paul me messing up everybody's name. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know what I mean? Like, like, like she won that fight, but it was just because Nami, Nami Yunus was killing her until she made that mistake of trying to grapple and hold on when she got lifted in the air and dropped on her head. Otherwise, she was winning that fight. So I'm not sure how – I mean, I know it was a quick first-round knockout and everyone's really impressed with, with Zhang and everything she's done up until this point and especially that win because everybody always remembers the last win. But um, I I don't know the uh the win over Waterson that uh, Joanna got. Uh, I'm not even going to try to say her last name. <laughs> um, I find I find her to be more cerebral in her preparation, and uh, the longer the fight goes, I think she becomes more dangerous. So I don't know, man. I I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go with Joanna on this one.
1: Uh, might be surprising, but uh, I think we're four for four on our picks right now. Um, I, I'd like to see Whaley uh, win this fight uh, because I think it, it starts to create a, a bit of a star in this weight class. But I kind of lean in your direction here. Um, uh, she she picked up the quick knockout over uh, Andraj in her last fight. Um, Joanna also has a, a victory over her. Um, mm-hmm. Not a knockout, but a, but a dominant decision victory. I hate to do the the whole backtracking through history but um there is something to what you say about not being super impressive uh and Draj, Drod, um she was getting beat pretty badly by Rose before she got slammed mm-hmm. um and I hate to do it because I'm a fan of hers but um she also put down Carolina Kovacevic and that might have been what started the downside of her career but um she hasn't exactly been impressive in her last few fights either. So perhaps things, the world just kind of came together uh, for, for uh, for Whaley to get, to get the belt here Um, and, and all the fighters that kind of needed to line up to happen. Um, But I think this is the, this is the, this is where we find out. She's the real deal. I'm going to take Joanna by decision. Uh, I think she'll outwork her. I think she'll avoid getting knocked out. Um, and I think that she will rise a little bit. Well, I shouldn't say that. Uh, Whaley won a belt in China um, in front of a ruckus crowd. Um, but, yeah, Paul, we'll find out if Joanna is completely mentally back. She was a bit broken um, after the Rose fights, it seemed. Um, <laughs> you know, she was just she was kind of – I didn't get to read your whole thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, but I'm hey, not going uh, to fault no, her for that. For no. that forgetting no, that's, that <laughs> that's one
1: of, that goes that goes in the positive column the <laughs> uh but uh, <laughs> uh yeah so i'm gonna take my decision i i think yeah, that too. uh she might have come around to to getting her uh her edge back and uh but in, in the same token we find out where uh where Whaley Zhang stands right now if she goes out there and and does anything near you know to joanna what she did to to andrage um then she obviously becomes, uh, what a lot of people think she is the, the, the kind of the ax murderer of the, of the strawweight women's division. Yeah. And it sets up a, a potential fight with, uh, Nama Yunus who, uh, it has a rematch with, uh, Jessica Andrade. Um, I believe at UFC, I want to say 250, also in, in, on the Brazil card, um, uh, in May. So there's a lot happening here. Uh, I think it's going to be a great fight. I think there's going to be a lot of action. I, yeah. I think uh, Joanna really is never known for a, a non-action-packed fight. So yeah. I think she'll bring it. And if she avoids the big strikes, uh, I think she can pick up a, a decision by, by keeping busy in this fight.
0: Yeah, because even if she gets hurt, I mean, she's she'll take a little bit of a, an ass-whooping in the rounds like one, two, and three, and then something happens usually. I mean, Joanna, when she was on that streak for a while, uh, I mean, I mean, uh, Paul's right when he says, you know, he's, he's uh, there, one fight, one fight doesn't mean she's back back. We got to see a, a couple of wins. Um, but I mean, she's never kind of outside of title contention, especially returning to strawweight, obviously. But, um, yeah, man, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm actually really excited to see that fight. I think it's definitely one to watch, but, uh, I wouldn't be, I, I'm, I think she can pull off a decision too.
1: So right now we're four for four on our picks together. Um, not leaving the door open for a lot of ball busting next week, but that brings us to the, to the, to the main event. Uh, Israel Adesanya, Yoel Romero props to the UFC. Um, give him a hand here. They managed to get one of the main card fighters <laughs> records, right? They got Israel's record right at 18 and 0. Um man. They decided to hedge Romero a little bit and not give him that fourth loss. Uh, they figured losing to Fajio and strike force. Wasn't worth their time. <laughs> So that leaves us uh eighteen and oh thirteen and four uh Romero coming off of uh back to back losses uh both uh, good fights uh one against Whitaker, second one against Costa, uh both fights that really could have went his way. Yeah. Uh, but uh man uh everything about me says to pick Israel out of Sonia, but for some reason I want to go URL Romero, but I don't, I don't don't think I can do it. Um, In a five round fight, I see Romero getting tired. Mm -hmm. He, um, as the, but that's, that's kind of goes against the way his issue has always been starting off slow and then he finishes strong. So it really, it really has potential for greatness. This fight. Oh yeah. I'm going to take out of Sonia by fifth round. TKO slash KO finish. Uh, I think he catches a, uh, kind of tired, uh, zombie-esque Romero maybe in, in the, in the fifth round. Um, but I do think there's going to be a moment in this fight where Romero is going to hurt Adesanya and, uh, wouldn't surprise me if it's even one of those, I don't know who the referee is for this fight. Um, but it could be one of those where we could be going hey you could stop it Romero could be champ i think Adesanya fights through it and like i said i think he catches him with something late in the in the fight but uh i i mean for a fight with a, a title fight with a dude coming off two losses in a row this is uh this is about as good as it gets uh for just a pure violent entertainment fight
0: yeah well I mean, so here's my thing with uh with um this fight and in particular this matchup and Adesanya and, and uh I have to look at not so much Robert Whittaker fight but the Kelvin Gaslam fight kind of said a lot. You know, he took so much damage in that fight. Kelvin Gaslam, who's who's a pretty big dude. I mean, he may not be the caliber uh bigger at, cause, I mean we've um, you've seen you all Romero in real like up close, right?
1: Uh, I've never met the guy, so oh. no, not, not, no. I mean, I've seen him fight from pretty close, but yeah, no,
0: but he's, a, he, I mean, he, the guy's a house, like he's a monster. Um, so I, I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm probably going to be wrong because Adesanya has got range. He's got footwork and, you know, I know he can, he can probably fire away, but he, the, the fight against Gaslam showed me that he doesn't do well against dudes that'll walk through that to to engage with him. I know that's what Robert Whittaker tried to do, but he didn't even Kelvin Gaslam said the way he did it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't the right way that uh that that makes Adesanya. I don't want to say scared because obviously their fighters are not scared of each other, but to be cautious to to throw throw all, all his uh you know all the strikes that he's known for with confidence. I I know there's a lot of folks that are in love with uh with um Adesanya, you know, he's he's a new guy, he's a younger guy, especially he's a younger guy here. And uh, most folks, you know, the smart pick is with the younger guy. I'm probably going to be wrong, but I would not be surprised if uh, Romero – I mean, I'm with you as far as Romero gassing if it goes all five rounds and moving, you know, slowly or, or taking more damage in, in the later rounds. But I think he stands a really good chance of hurting Adesanya uh, you know, in the first three rounds, um, plus he's just like I said, he's for his age, he's super athletic, and and uh, I, I I know he's shorter and everything, but you know if you, you saw that face off where he did the flip on the stage, or whatever, um, Adesanya seems a little I don't want to say shook, but he was it kind of looked like uh it kind of looked like Adesanya was second guessing himself when he was like wait a second what did I get myself into. Yeah, well, the guy's a
1: freak. I think that's the stat right there. (laughs) Go back down to the takedowns percentage. Uh, One more scroll down.
0: For grappling. grappling. Yeah.
1: I think if that 1.98 is about five and a half, I think Mm -hmm. Romero can be the champion. I think he's got to go back to his Olympic wrestling. I think he's got to. Pressure Adesanya on the ground. Um, he can hurt him on the feet, but I think he opens himself up to take shots as well. Um, and I, I don't. I think Adesanya will be too technical on the feet uh, yeah. and be able and be able to move and stick and move and 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 kind of pick him apart. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Adesanya is a world class kickboxing champion. He obviously has improved his ground game. We've seen some hints of it, but um, a couple of the fights that or one of the fights. Uh, that all of a sudden I can't think of who it was against. Uh, he had trouble, you uh, know, or not so much trouble, but, uh, God, who did he, can you click on him?
0: I, I think, uh, the, I think, um,
1: click on his picture. It, it's, uh, he, he fought the the big white dude. Uh, it's slipping my mind, but it was a guy who took him down and, uh,
0: scroll oh, we'll on down. Take you down
1: yeah, yeah, you can get down here and we can see how the records wrong. Um, <laughs> but I keep going, keep going. It's going to be about two more fights down. Um, yeah, so I, I just think that that's the, not Tavares, the one right before that. V- there it is, Vittori. Um, he won a decision in that fight, but uh, v- v- Vittori uh, controlled a lot of it on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that that's the, uh, I think that that's the way that you, you try to beat him up on the ground, and then maybe you catch him on the feet, but, you uh, know so this is the only fight we really disagree on and we really don't disagree much. I think we kind of see the fight going the same way. It's just a matter of kind of how it stops.
0: Yeah. I, I think there's another factor that I probably just saw Paul put in the chat, um, that this is Romero's last chance to get a title fight. I mean, he keeps on getting right there and, and falling short. So, I mean, I mean, uh, you know, obviously we got to worry about weigh-ins and all that stuff. He he came in on, uh, we this week in Vegas. So he's, you know, it's, it's, uh, we always have to worry about all that stuff, but either way, if the fight happens, I mean, I would, I would think that he's going to do his best to make weight and, um, probably give more than his all because I mean, he is older. This is probably the last chance he's going to get at a title. I know he, he talked about fighting for, for, I forget. He did a lot of media this week and I saw him saying he plans on fighting for a while more, but you know, that, but that, that his, his freakish mutant athleticism is only going to last so long before he's got to, something's going to happen. Usually a knee or something goes out and you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. But, and, 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 he, and at his age, if he suffers a third loss in a row, then, um, Jake, you're going to have to listen. Yeah. I just talked about Romero needing to use his wrestling game. Uh, Jake Sage, commenting about, uh, about Romero's wrestling playing a factor. So yeah. Um, I think he's going to need to use that to, uh, to, to yeah. I mean, it plays a
0: factor if he can get close enough to use it. And uh, that's what, uh, like, like uh, Matt said, we had just finished saying that. um, I just think uh, the footwork and Adesanya's. you know, he, he trains to, 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 he trains most fighters, martial artists, their whole goal is to make you fight their fight. And, and a rangy guy, that ectomorph body type that uh, Adesanya has, they like to make it hard for people to do anything but what they want you to do inside uh you know you know make you fight their fight and and Adesanya is, like Matt said he's a, he's a kickboxer so he's going to try to he'll try to you know fire away and you know stick and move all, all five rounds if he can so that's where Romero's cardio is going to be you know that's what he needs to chase him and, and walk through all that stuff and 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 make the wrestling happen but you know I, we've seen in the past him mean, the longer the fight goes he might not have have what it takes to, to do that. But I mean, we'll see Saturday. That's that's pretty much where we're at.
1: Yeah. Saturday live from Las Vegas, uh, T-Mobile arena. Main card starts at 10 PM. Eastern time, seven Pacific. Um, I think that wraps us up for this week. Uh, fans can follow us at combat hour on Twitter, coast to coast combat hour on Instagram. Follow me myself at MMA Hawk 21 on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Ed at Carbazol on Twitter, Carbizol on Instagram. Uh, Ed, uh, hopefully we get a bunch of action here. No ESPN BS for you or ESPN plus BS for you. Uh, So you'll, uh, I'm sure you'll find your way to the local watering hole to uh, catch this fight.
0: And I always uh, (laughs) do. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And we'll go from there next week. We get to look forward to uh, a huge Bellator event um, that you'll be covering. So, Uh, A lot of action next week uh, for the Coast to Coast Combat Hour.
0: All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week. Hey, guys. Ed here, East Coast side of the Coast to Coast Combat Hour podcast. If you like what we're doing, make sure you subscribe on youtube and anywhere you listen to podcasts also if you'd like to help us out and donate uh, the support links are in any of the uh podcast descriptions and then some of the links are also provided on our youtube channel the Blogboard jungle um thanks again for listening and if you give us some support we'll give you a shout out on the podcast maybe uh bring you on for a ufc pay-per-view breakdown or two thanks again